This is Upstate's HealthLink on air. Linda Cohen along with you. Holidays are exciting but hectic times. But some festive items or products like seasonal plants, some ornaments and alcoholic beverages are potentially dangerous for young children. Here with some safety tips that can help keep your holiday safe and joyful is Michelle Kaliva. She's a registered nurse and the administrative director of the Upstate New York Poison Center. Welcome, Michelle. Thanks so much for coming in. Thank you. I always enjoy all of your helpful information. So what do we have to know and what do we have to do from a safety standpoint when it comes to the holidays? I mean, just in an overview, and then I want to get into specifics. I think the first thing that that we have to be aware of is that the holidays are so hectic and there's a change in our routine. Whenever there's a change in routine, there's a potential for particularly small children, but it could be anyone, to get into some dangerous situations. The oversight isn't there. We get busy. We take shortcuts. We're distracted. We're distracted, yeah. So let's begin with kind of the beginning of this holiday or our holidays, whether they be Thanksgiving or Christmas or New Year's. We let's talk about food preparation because obviously that's an area that everyone's involved in, and there are hazards to be known about. What Ab- are what are some of the concerns? Absolutely. During the course of Thanksgiving, we will get numerous uh, calls that day about at the know, poison center. at the poison center about you know what to do about our turkey. So you have to follow the directions. You really want to make sure that you are cooking your turkey to uh, the proper temperature. The so a food thermometer is a helpful thing. Absolutely, absolutely need it. And there are hotlines that you can call. You can call us, but you really need to be mindful of that. But also in preparing it, you have the, the raw turkey out on your counter. You need to make sure that you're, you know, you're using a separate cutting board for your raw turkey versus your, your vegetables. And the hazard there is what? It's salmonella poisoning. It, it's GI symptoms, but it's, it's, the terrible symptoms. It's nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. It will make you sick for a couple of days and totally mess up your holidays. So some safety precautions can really prevent that. And salmonella also can cause problems with people who have heart, potential heart problems. I mean, it can be much more serious than just a GI disturbance. Absolutely. So it's very important. How about thawing your turkey? I mean, the actual preparation, many of us get frozen turkeys to start with. Right, and you're supposed to really thaw it in your refrigerator, not in a, a bowl of hot water on your, or even on your countertop. You want to make sure that you bring it down to the right temperature, not get it overheated so that you're introducing bacteria. And when you handle raw meat or even fish, it says don't use the same utensils or plates um, and make sure after you've handled that that you walk with your hands. Oh, you have to wash your hands for all reasons. Washing your hands for that reason, but also concurrent with the holidays is, is, is flu and cold season. So you really, as, as the food preparer, need to make sure you wash your hands often through the course of your day. So what about after? So yeah. you've had your turkey and you've got your leftovers. What are the key things to remember in terms of, you know, storage of your food? As tempting as it would be to just linger and leave it all out and pick on it through the day, that's not a good idea. Once you have finished your meal, it really, your food needs to be covered and refrigerated. And and you're not going to keep it for a week. Within a couple of days, you need to use up those leftovers. And the point is that left out, you can bacteria develop and you truly can have food poisoning. Absolutely. Secondary to that. One other question that came up is, I, I think sometimes... People think that if their food, if they, you know, it doesn't look so good anymore, give it to the dog. I mean, you know, they they figure it's not quite safe for human consumption. We'll give it to our dog or or what have you. 
obviously that's just as dangerous as giving it to another person. And dogs actually have very delicate GI tracts. They can they can get sick very, very quickly from the same bacteria that we do. So it's it's crucially important. Let's go to gifts. What is important to know in terms of the safety issues around gifts? Where can you run into problems? Yeah, so again, sadly, like to think of, of gift giving as being happy, but we do encounter, again, at the Poison Center, some pretty sad situations around gift giving. For example, um, buying a chemistry set for an older child and not watching when the younger child goes and actually ingests some of the chemicals that are in the chemistry sets. The button batteries, the lithium button batteries, are so dangerous if they are ingested. ingested. They can actually get swallowed and, and, and embed themselves into the lining of the esophagus or worse, into the trachea. Really very, very dangerous so you need to be mindful of, of who is in the household who's getting the, the gift. How about when you're out purchasing, shouldn't you know what toys may have been recalled? I mean, and I guess there must be websites to go to, National Consumer Safety Pro Product Safety Board or something, to see that if, if the toys you're looking at possibly have had a recall. And, and actually, wasn't there a lot of hoopla in the last few years about toys coming from China? Yes. That there was lead in the paint? and all of that. So you really need to be up on that. How about you mentioned the giving a, a gift that's meant for an older child and having it out and around where younger children can gain access. But how about giving toys to children that are not necessarily age appropriate? Let's say Legos with these little tiny pieces to a two-year-old kind of thing. Yeah, very, very dangerous. I think it's important to know that, A, yes, there's there's numerous websites that will talk about recalls and, and, and safety concerns around toys and the lead issue is certainly real but in addition to that when you buy a toy it will tell you if it's age appropriate you should follow those guidelines you may have a very very bright one and a half year old but buying them a toy that you would get for a three-year-old puts them at risk it has nothing to do with their cognitive abilities it has to do with them knowing that a tiny piece shouldn't go in their mouth and there's so many little little pieces associated with the older children's type toy so absolutely pay attention kids choke on little tiny parts of toys. I also found something interesting when I was preparing to talk to you today and that was there was a suggestion that you, when you select a gift for an older adult that they not be too heavy or too awkward to handle because that in and of itself could cause injury. And or they could, or they could trip. You know, you know, if you're going to buy them something, make sure that if you're buying them a, a pair of slippers for example, make sure there's treads on them that they're not too bulky and that they're going to fall. It's amazing the number of injuries that are associated with, with an, in an older person with those types of gifts. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Upstate's HealthLink on air. I'm Linda Cohen along with poison expert and safety expert Michelle Kaliva, and we're talking about how to keep your family safe from either accidental poisonings or injuries during the holidays. So let's go on to plants and decorations. I mean, I remember for the longest time people would say, beware the poinsettia. The poinsettia is a dangerous plant, and it's everywhere in the holidays. First of all, is that true? It's not. Um, a child would have to ingest the entire plant before we would even be concerned about toxicity. Not true with, with animals. They are toxic to, to animals. <laughs> but to children, they're, they're fine. So let's talk about some of the other types of plants and, and berries and, and various things that are around on the holidays. Things like mistletoe, things like holly, um, boxwood, I guess, sometimes people decorate with that. 
Are those poisonous? And are, to what degree? They are. So if, to varying degrees, depending <coughs> on the amount. Mistletoe, for example, might cause some GI symptoms. But if they took enough mistletoe berries or enough holly berries, we'd send them into the emergency room. They could have much more serious effects than just nausea and vomiting. But then, again, I don't want to diminish nausea and vomiting and diarrhea in a small child because that puts them at risk for dehydration. So, yep, holly berries and mistletoe really need to be high up and away from small children. But even your Christmas tree poses a risk. While the, the needles may not be poisonous, they're a choking hazard. So if kids don't know and pick them up and eat it, it's going to get stuck in the back of their throat. I think that's crucially important to remember. How about things like the preservatives that you put in the Christmas tree? Is there any issue there? Sure. There's potential, again, depending on how much. But also people put aspirin into the bottom of their Christmas tree, and aspirin certainly is toxic to a child. So, again, you would want to make sure your child is not around any of the additives or anything that you put into the bottom of the tree. How about ornaments? I mean, yeah. especially old kind of antique or heirloom ornaments that may have small pieces attached to them. What have you seen with that? Yep. So they break and kids eat the glass. That's a problem. If you go way back, there are even... Uh, lights that are lead-based, that the paint is lead-based. So there's a lead risk as well. Again, maybe not in, in your home, but maybe grandma's house or maybe great-grandma's house. I actually saw that lead can be found in some tree light mm -hmm. wires. So that's something to really know about. Um, how about things like icicles or tinsel? Again, choking hazards. Some of them are... Um, some of them even have a glass-based component to it, but even the, the plastic kind, if ingested, could easily coat the back of their throat. So you were talking about, when you said the glass-based component, this angel, hair, angel hair, which is very popular. Yep. I don't know that people realize that it's finely spun glass. Yep. So can you also get cuts or irritation? Sure. It could be, if you think of a child's hand, they're very delicate, easily to, could irritate their skin surface. There are a couple of other things that, that strike me also that are always around on the holidays. Things like candles, for example. So obviously, some, I mean, that seems like common sense, but it seems to me that candles could really present a tremendous hazard. Sure, of course. They're obviously a fire hazard. Again, a small child's not going to know enough to not stick their finger in it. But also, some of the, um, along the line of candles, made me think of potpourri and the essential oils. They, too, can pose a problem. They can be an irritant if they're ingested, if they're swallowed. Some of them contain alcohol in them. So you have to be aware of all of it. The potpourri, potpourri can also be a choking hazard. So candles, potpourri, all of that way up high so that they can't reach it. And obviously, I would say not to go to bed with a candle burning. I mean, you know, despite the 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 lovely atmosphere it creates, you're basically putting yourself potentially at risk. If that should burn down and what's supporting it is not sufficiently fireproof, you could could burn through the mantle of your fireplace and their whole, your whole house could be ablaze. Or a fire in your fireplace, too. That's the other thing we tend to, to get a little bit... Um, casual about around the holidays, but you really don't want to go to sleep until that fire is out. So what about something like um, when you when guests, I mean, it's a time, the holidays are often a time when, you know, a grandma comes to visit or aunts and uncles come or cousins come. And so there's a lot of, as you mentioned in the beginning, a lot of tumult, a lot of, you know, kind of busyness and everybody's kind of, you know, enjoying, but everybody's kind of enjoying, but everybody's kind of distracted in a way watching little kids. What are the things you want to remember in terms of relatives visiting, in terms of safety? Whether relatives are visiting 
or not to, to pick on them because I'm one too, or when you go to visit grandparents' houses, both ways. The houses tend not to be childproof. We tend to throw our purses on the ground. We tend to maybe put a backpack or, or our suitcase. And in any of those could be our medications. If you, if you are in medications, whether it's your house or whether you're visiting, you need to put them up in a way. Things like perfume and hand sanitizers that are in our purses both contain alcohol. Alcohol doesn't make children drunk, doesn't make them silly. It makes them profoundly hypoglycemic. They could potentially die from it. So any th uh, coins, uh, pennies, quarters, nickels, whatever, children will put those in their mouth and, and choke an, uh, an aspirate on them. So you just have to be aware that suitcases, purses shouldn't be on, on the ground level. Not within reach, and, and within things should be locked or put locked away. Up. How about this idea of, you mentioned alcohol having a toxic effect on children. How about the importance of emptying partially filled glasses of alcoholic beverages, not just leaving them out right. when you're having you know, guests or what have you? The stories that we will get on the day, on New Year's Day when from parents that will call and say, we had a party last night and we left just a little taste of, of wine in a wine glass and our child got up before us and drank it. That's dangerous, that's, that's risky. The other thing that, that contains alcohol that we sometimes forget is like extracts. So peppermint extracts, vanilla extracts. If you're baking and you have your children around, that's wonderful. But if they pick it up and swallow it, they're at risk for... Um, actually, with peppermint, they could actually burn the back of their throat. It's very irritating. Wow. Their mouth gets really hot, plus there's the alcohol. How about ashtrays? Now, I know we've had less and less people smoking, but we still have people smoking. Is that something very important to be cognizant of and emptying and making sure that, that those are not within the reach of children as well? So three butts of a, of a cigarette is, is enough to send a child into an emergency room. Three quarters of a fresh cigarette is enough, and I need to caution people with the e-cigarettes. The liquid that's the liquid nicotine in the e-cigarettes is deadly. They need to keep that up and around, uh, off, off the... Um, child's reach as well. Well, in the little bit of time we have left, let's talk about our pets. Yeah. Because our pets, you did mention poinsettias, are dangerous for pets. What other things should we be thinking about when it comes to our pets? Well, I worry greatly about chocolate. Chocolate and dogs are dangerous. Again, lots of calls around dogs getting into chocolate. It's actually deadly in dogs. But really, anything. Dogs, too, can choke on, on pieces of... of um, from the tree or angel hair. angel hair or the tinsel. So if your dog gets into anything, there are a couple of different animal poison control hotlines. You can always call us as well. And if we can't help you, we'll refer you to one of the animal hotlines. Well, that's really, really helpful and very, very important for all of us to understand. So we can keep the holidays happy for all of us and keep our families safe. And I thank you so much for going in. So basically, if you follow these kind of safety tips and safety rules, Hopefully you can avoid any kind of disaster or problem during the holidays. Once again, Michelle, you're always full of very, very helpful information. Uh, my guest has been Michelle Kaliva. She's the Administrator Director of the Upstate New York Poison Center. And once again, thank you. I'm Linda Cohen. You're listening to Upstate's HealthLink On Air.